Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. Welcome to the Fly With Us podcast. This podcast is bringing the art of conversation, self-love, self-care, mental health care and protection, life lessons, love lessons, and everything in between. Today, we're going to talk about our year in review. I'm Lady Bounce. And I am Pickett Fence. Okay, so- First, uh, go ahead. ahead. Now you go. I was going to say, first of all, you mentioned it last week, but we have to say again, thank you, thank you, thank you for those that nominated and voted for us for Dayton's Best Local Podcast. Uh, we did win. Yes. For the next year coming up, we will be Dayton's Best Podcast. And I hope that you continue to fly with us and we can do our best to continue to bring you dope, dope content when it comes to self-care, mental health care, and all the things in between. Word up. Let's jump into this mindfulness minute for this week. It's called Ready for Change. I'm willing to let go of some things in order to gain some things. I surrender darker sides of my own nature in order to welcome the light that is now arriving. Are you ready to give up that pessimistic slant of mind, that gloomy disposition, that dull lethargy? It is perfectly possible to change aspects of our personalities that may have been in place for decades. But first, we have to be willing to do the work, to say yes to the possibility of change. We have to renounce whatever hidden benefits we receive from the old traits and also embrace the positive and negatives of the new traits that we would like to do that we would like to adopt. Then we have to work very diligently for a long time to replace the old habits with new ones so that it becomes automatic parts of our nature. Word up. Now, the reason I picked that is because, you know, and at the end of the year, most people do a reflection of their year and they start making plans for the new year. And uh, that's what our show is about today is reflecting on our year that we had. And we're going to specifically, since we are voted Dayton's Best Podcast, talk about some of our favorite shows and our favorite guests that we've had over this year. Okay. You ready? Ready. Let's go. Okay. Uh, now let's start with our top three episodes. And this is in no particular order for me. I just picked my three favorite episodes. Okay. So um, I'll start with, we did a hip hop series in November for the whole month of November. We talked about, hip-hop each week, a different specific area of hip-hop. And out of that uh, came one of my favorite shows, and it was the first one. Uh, it was called What is Hip-Hop? Uh, we had great guests on our panel. We had a panel for each week, and on that week we had Manny Faces, Cooley the Curator, and Soup. Um, and we all broke down what is hip-hop to us. Those three, including us, too. So five of us all broke down what hip hop is to us. And that episode kicked off the Hip Hop History Month. And I thought that that show was just really incredible. Uh, one, because um, you had different age groups. You had Soup, who was uh, early 30s. You had uh, 
Cooley, who was um, rich in late 30s. You had Lady Bounce, early 40s. You had Manny Fresh and me, late to late 40s going into 50s. Um, so, you know, that that covers the starts of hip hop into its current state of hip hop. Um, so so that was um, I thought that was that was one of my favorite episodes. Of course, it was also one of my favorite episodes because I am a hip artist myself. I love hip hop. That is my culture. Um, and I don't know where I would be without it. So that's one of my favorite episodes over the last year. Okay. So um, my first uh, favorite episode is also from the, the hip hop series that we did. I thought the, the show itself was very timely. It was very much needed. I think it was a discussion that, that had to be had. I think the um, it's a discussion that we need to have more often and in bigger circles um with with different age groups of of people where everybody kind of gets a chance to you know talk about this thing that that we love but can also be very detrimental to us in some ways if not handled properly so with that my favorite episode from the hip-hop series was the women in hip-hop um episode because i had my my dear friend shakesha bell was on there doc rock uh, came through all the way from Baltimore. Uh, we also had uh, was was it? I think was it just those two? No, I'm missing somebody. Um, yeah, who else was on that? Was no, it, I think that that was it. Then was Dan on that show? I think he might have been. That was okay, the one so with Dan. Yeah, so Dan, Dan Tres Omi, shout out to Dan, Shakesha Bell, and then Doc Rock. Dr. Uh, yeah, yeah, Dan, Dan definitely was on it. That was the episode that Dan, uh, yeah. Dan Tress Army was on. Yeah, so yeah, I, I thought that me. I thought that was dope um, too. Oh, go ahead, go ahead. Just your your, your pick. <laughs> so I mean, for me, uh, being being a, a female myself, obviously, and then being a fan of hip hop, I sometimes like fall into that whole thing. I love this song, but these lyrics are trash. I love this song, but this isn't a song that I would play, you know, around my students or around my children, you know, necessarily. And then it it, it really gave us a, a chance to get into the whole sexuality and hip hop. You know, is it owning, you know, owning your sexuality? Is it prostitution? Where does it where does it lie and who's responsible and how do we take control of it in some ways, you know, to to keep it where it is, but also to protect it from the wrong message being sent when it comes to, you know, women in hip hop. Like we don't gotta be grimy and thugged out like the dudes, but we also don't have to be naked all the time either. Like that we, there's definitely some balance needed. So I think that was a, a real good timely discussion and having so many women on the panel to weigh in was just really dope. Yeah. I thought that was real dope too. I wish that we could have, um, gotten some younger women on that episode 
I know that pretty much everybody was pretty much in the same age range on that episode. Um, but what I did like about it is that you got to um, hear from women from different areas. Um, you know, you being here in Dayton, Doc Rock in Baltimore, and Shakesha Bell in Pittsburgh. Um, you kind of got to hear how hip hop emerged um, from a women's aspect in those different areas. Because um, Baltimore has its sound. Um, Dayton is mostly known for funk music and um, far come far when it comes to hip hop, you hear more of a West Coast sound. And then you have um, uh, Shakesha explain she liked the, the the ghetto hip hop and the East Coast and the boom bap, you know, because they're mm-hmm. like right there in the middle. They're close to Philly, a few hours away from Philly. They're five hours from us, I think five or six hours from Philly. So they're right there in the middle of um, things. Um, and I just and um and Dan being a, um an old school hip hop head, it was just I think it was a great conversation and we got the um you know the table was open to discuss you know women in hip hop and um, did they have a place do they have a place in hop hip hop which everybody agreed on and I think the the most consensus was is that we need balance mm-hmm. in hip hop and I think that was kind of covered throughout the whole series that we did for hip hop is that we don't have enough balance when it comes to hip hop. It's not that anybody needs to be axed off, even though you may not like some of it, which a lot of it I don't like, um, is that I think that the problem is that we don't have enough balance in hip hop. And I think that was the overall census throughout the whole series is having balance in hip hop or bringing a balance to hip hop. So that was real dope. I'm glad you picked one from the hip hop series. I think that that was, if somebody's watching, they should give us a, a podcast award for that one. I mean, we did get an award <laughs> this year. We did get an award this year for best uh, Dayton's best podcast, but that series specifically was yeah, really, really, really some. dope. Uh, and we will be doing a, something again for hip hop again next month because hip hop is important to all of us. It is the dominating culture uh, in the world right now. Mm-hmm. So moving on. All right, let's move on. To another one of my top three. Like I said, these are no particular order. Okay. Um, boost your spirituality. Um, with our guest S. Ali Myers, which I've talked about before. S. Ali Myers now uh, goes by the name of Indra Ali, but I've talked about before that he is my spiritual teacher, um, and he talks to. Uh, the episode was basically about people who are stepping into spirituality and how you can take those steps into away from organized religion into spirituality. And we talked about different aspects of spirituality and different modalities of spirituality on the episode, which Ali does um, train and teach on all different types of modalities when it comes to spirituality. Oh, and before we get too far into it, I forgot to say, the episode number of my favorite one from the last one, which is for people that want to go back and check because this is a show about reflecting. So if you missed it, um, the What Is Hip Hop episode was 125. Um, do you know the episode number of Women in Hip Hop? I think it was 127. Give me two seconds and I will okay. confirm right. you are correct. That was episode 127. Okay, okay. And uh, this and talking now about boosting your spirituality with S. Ali Myers, who now goes by Indra Ali. That was episode 87. Um, what did you think about episode 87? 
Um, I, I actually liked it. I learned a lot because, um, you know, as you said, that he's your spiritual teacher and the things that you get from him, you learn from him. You share some of it with me, but not a lot because I'm not in the class. Some of it I don't understand because I miss pieces of it. So the the chunks and pieces that I do get from it have been very um, helpful in a, in a lot of ways. They've been helpful, you know, for me to get onto my own spiritual practice that looks like like mine so it's not like somebody's telling me what mm -hmm. to do or how to do it i was able to to build my own spiritual practice that works for me and i think one of the things that that ali said in that episode that i thought was really really important is that what spirituality looks like for you is not what it's going to look like for somebody else and it shouldn't mm -hmm. so many times you know, we get involved with stuff and we go, okay, well, well, my walk don't look like his walk or my song don't sound like her song when I sing it. It's not right. supposed to. That's right. why it's self-work and mastery of self. Definitely, definitely. And that's one of the biggest things that he teaches is that your spiritual walk is your spiritual walk. He just gives you the options of different modalities and different um rituals and techniques that you can use to get on your path he teaches self-mastery becoming your own master um so that was dope and also um there wasn't an episode that we broadcasted um that was able to we were able to record and save is ali was also on our panel for the african dayton african-american cultural festival which we hosted two separate days um, yeah. Our podcast, a live version of our podcast, um, and Ali and Jasmine Bell, who has been a guest in the past, um, both sat on that panel, too. So shout out to Jazz and Ali, um, who were on that panel and who have been guests on the show. What's your second one? Okay, so I had to go and look up the episode numbers since we're throwing out episode numbers. You can't have me out here looking like a, a <laughs> homework. I, I just thought about it when I was, you know, when I was thinking about it, because I, you know, like we said, it was about reflection, and I want people to, hey, if you're flying with us and you <laughs> missed it, you can go, you can go to YouTube um, and go to the Fly With Us podcast page, and each episode is numbered. So if you like the, you know, if you missed it before and you're listening now you can go check out those episodes go ahead okay so my my second pick uh for my favorite show was episode number 82 which i actually ended up doing by myself um and that was with our special guest conscious from bonfire radio um, out of New York. And if you haven't heard of Bonfire Radio, I don't know why we talk about it enough on this show. BonfireRadio.com has uh, independent content by independent artists and DJs and podcasts. Um, there's a financial literacy show. There's a jazz show. There's brunch and budget. I mean, there's so many different things on BonfireRadio.com that, you know, you could just listen all day long. Mm -hmm. So anyway, so Conscious was talking about self-work and why it matters. And so for me, that was one of my favorite episodes because that is the epitome of what our show is about, about doing the work to master self, to make sure that no matter what life throws at you, you are still living your best life in spite of. Because so many times we get caught up in, in the blows that we take in life that we forget to just enjoy 
the fact that we are even here to get these blows thrown at us. We get so caught up in the hustle and bustle of just, you know, living and making money and paying bills. And then before we realize it, you know, it's time to die. And we're going, what did I do with my life? You know, so he, he definitely talked about that, you know, it was timely and relevant advice to really get on mastering yourself, you know, because again, that's what we, we talk about, but he gave really easy, concrete ways to start a practice of mastering and working, you know, yourself, which that just, that can't be beat. So that was episode number 82 with Conscious, and he's got a t-shirt line where he's got shirts that say, you know, I'm a mental health advocate and, you know. Self-work self matters. matters. Definitely. Word up. Word up. Shout out to Conscious. Um, that's family, you know. And um, like like you said, check out Bonfire Radio. If you're tired of the radio hearing the seven same songs a day on every station, um, everybody has a smartphone, which most of us usually plug it up in our cars when we're driving. Check out BonfireRadio.com. They even have a game show that they do every Friday um, that's real dope. It's called Am I the Asshole? Um, be sure to check that out. Antifa is the acronym. Um, it's really dope with TK and Conscious both on there. Um, Friday nights is really dope. Uh, the warm up. Uh, what's the how you say it? Uh, turn up before the uh, the warm up before the turn up. Yeah. Is that how you say it? Yeah, yeah. Um, and, and they just have this heavy, heavy content on there so that you don't have to hear the same seven songs every day. <laughs> There's the overnight on Sundays, which is real dope. Conscious. Selects a pay playlist. Uh, K Swiss has um, a show on Tuesdays where he just gives you all new black music from all different genres, not just rap, not just R&B. If there's an uh, African-American artist doing grunge work, you're going to hear that. So check that out, too. Moving on. My third episode that was in my top three is Black Mental Health Awareness with our special guest, David Archer. And that was episode 131. That was just um, last week, right? Last week. Yep. First of all, we were hypnotized by uh, <laughs> Brother Archer's voice. He was so, so soothing. And he just, he broke down mental health specifically for African-Americans with the trauma that we have gone through and continue to go through being in this country and all across the world. Um, our our um, loss of language and culture and how that gives us PST, PTSD. Um, and, and he gave us some information from his books. He has two different books. One is called um, Black Meditation. I can't recall the other book title name, um, but you know, he talked about therapy from a black aspect and with um, all the things that we go through just being black in this world and being comfortable with being black in this world mm -hmm. and having our own identities as black people in this world. And uh, for our large culture, you know, not being afraid to create our own culture. <coughs> so that was my number three. It was really, really dope. That was just last week. So it's easy for you to find. I was episode 131 with David Archer. Yes. What did you think about that episode? Oh, I, I love that episode. First of all, uh, again, his his voice was very 
calming and soothing and and i just kind of got lost for a while like yeah that's right and then and it was um there were like some moments where he was saying different things and i was getting fired up inside like yeah you're right keep saying that like say it to the masses like it was really uh it was really resonating Mm -hmm. with you know what we go through and because you and i have conversations all the time about you know will will it ever be you know illegal to kill us you know or to mistreat us like will we ever get to a point where we have some justice and and i and i don't mean just a sprinkle here or a sprinkle there but i mean right. where it's across the board you can't do this to another human right because you know, you know we often Facebook, say you know you like you like you're saying we often say it feels like it's illegal to be black yes like it's a, the crime is being black and they they keep keep throwing it in our face um they that we have our history stolen because every History movie when it comes to black people starts at slavery. Like there weren't black people until there was slavery. Right. And it's like, like uh, Art, Archer was saying, is that they want you to know your place. This yeah. is where you really belong. And when it comes to the history of you, this is your start, and and this is what you should always focus on. So I, I don't want to ever see another slave movie ever. Right. Ever. Ever. I'm with I'm, it. I'm, t- I'm done with it. Moving on. Moving so your uh your third. What was your third? So my my number to? three was episode number ninety four, when we talked about public decorum. Oh, um, yeah. So that episode uh was very personal for me, and not that our other episodes are not personal for me, but that one really really hit home because it it came out of a situation where I was standing in line at the store. And I listened to these two men have, you know, a very ignorant and vulgar conversation about a woman like it was just nothing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm not saying that there are not foul men and women in this world and that it shouldn't be talked about or joked about. I'm not saying that at all. But the fact that there were three women standing there as they had this conversation, I just had to look at them and go, Maybe y'all could have talked about that outside, or maybe yeah, you're in a public place. You're right, in a, you're in a public, public space, place, and there's three women, you know, mm-hmm. standing here. Mm-hmm. And and I just I think, which I talk about all the time because I work with teenagers, that we have to set a better example. We have to show them better. And if you know, I, I wonder when I looked back on that situation, would it have been different if my daughter was standing there? Or if Mm. my son was standing there, would they have Mm. not had that conversation or would they have chosen different words or a different way to talk about it? I don't think that they would have because people, for some reason, nowadays, they don't have respect for their fellow humans. They think that they have the right to say whatever they want to say, whenever they want to say in front of whoever they want to say. That's why you have kids cussing out teachers. I mean, in my day, you get you curse at school, you'll get suspended for that. Um, And we have rules ourselves that I've always been a cursor since the day I started talking. And that's facts. (laughs) That's not that's not like, uh, you know, uh, what do you call it? You know, just an an exaggeration. That's facts. Mm -hmm. When I started talking, it was cursing. Um, 
that I've talked about before. But, you know, we had rules as kids for ourselves that we don't curse in front of adults. Right. We curse amongst ourselves. We're not cursing at adults or even in front of adults, especially elderly people. Um, so I don't think the conversation would have changed in that situation. But hopefully those guys will catch a hold of the show and, and learn some things. <laughs> right. Learn it out. All right. So that was our top three shows. Yes. Um, Let's talk about our top three guests and we'll we'll go through this pretty quick because I think some of our guests are going to be part of our top three shows. (laughs) Probably so. So for me, uh, and this is again in no particular order, one of my favorite guests was uh, Taye Yuhuru. Oh, yeah. Taye Yuhuru. Yeah. Young brother out of Cleveland. He also goes by the name of Camp Cleveland. Um, he was our guest on episode 105. Um, he's an author. He has a book. Go check that out. It's about, I think he said his uncle um, and his family were involved in like a, a community organization out of Cleveland that was similar to like the Black Panthers or the Marcus Garvis movement. Mm-hmm. I can't remember the name off the top of my head, but um, he has a book. You can check him out. Well, he's on Facebook and everywhere. Camp Cleveland. Um, Taya Yuhuru. Um, episode 105, he was real dope, young artist, and he also does tours back to Africa, several yeah. different countries. You can get packages for one country or packages to go to a couple different countries. Um, so he does that. He does, he does, and there's teaching. payment plans. Yeah, there's pay. That's very important. That yes. money be tight sometimes. So, um, hey. check him out. That was episode 105 to get more information on that. I was one of my uh, favorite guests. Like I said, it's a young brother doing big things. So shout out to him. What was one of your top three guests? Um, so for, for me, uh, David Archer, um, like mine is in no particular order, but that show was just incredible. Definitely. He, uh, he answered our questions. He gave in-depth answers. He mm-hmm. was very easy to talk to, which, you know, is important sometimes um people get nervous when they're not used to doing this you know mm-hmm. you know being on shows and whatnot but he was very easy to talk to he gave good clear answers he gave concrete uh steps which for me is really kind of what hit home is that he was able to say do a b and c and do it this way as opposed to oh well you know you try it and see what work no he was like this is how we need to handle it. This is how we break down this issue. This is how we solve the problem. And then the, these are little things that you can do in your neighborhood, in your household, in your circle to make things better, to get over the PTSD and help somebody else get over it too. Word up. And people were hitting me up about that episode. Shout out to Tyrone Williams, who um, does a thing called Vigil every Saturday night. It's basically like video journaling. And he his episode this past Saturday, he was really talking about how dope that episode was. And mm-hmm. he enjoyed hearing him talk about, you know, us dealing with childhood trauma and um, also trauma as a people. Um, so that's a dope, dope episode. Episode 131. Check yeah. it out. Um. My next one would be, of course, one uh, was one of my top episodes, which was with S. Ali Myers, a.k.a. Indra Ali. Um, you know, I talk to Ali all the time. Like I said, he's my spiritual teacher. I've had him on my albums. Um, mm-hmm. So, I mean, and he he makes spirituality and self-mastery very simply. Yes. He simply lays it out. 
if you do the work, you're going to get results. And that's all to it. And so dope, 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 dope. That was uh, my second, one of my second favorite ones. You can go ahead to yours. Okay. So my second favorite one was episode uh, 122. Mm. When we talked to Michelle Person. Mm -hmm. And Michelle Person used to be a teacher, used to be a principal. She got tired of the red tape and the bureaucracy um, that falls in line in education. And instead of her simply just quitting and walking away, she decided to do something about the different things that she was seeing in schools. So mm. what she did was she wrote a series of culturally relevant books with characters who look like us, who have names like us. There was no, you know, Mindy and Josh. These these characters look like us, sound like us, act like us, and they have adventures like you would find in other books. And so mm -hmm. that show was called Why Representation Matters. So if you didn't already know, representation does matter. When kids see themselves in books or see characters that look like them and come from where they come from, it builds their self-esteem. It lets them know that these things that you see are possible and they are possible for you. You mm -hmm. know, we can be wizards and dragon slayers and we can be president and we can, you know, have these really great adventures. We can travel, we can soar. And her book series is all about that. So her website is justlikemepresents.com. And she also has a podcast called The Rewoke Podcast. So if you haven't checked out her podcast, please go check it out. She's on all platforms too. Her website is Just Like Me Presents. She's also on TikTok and her TikTok videos are, um, they're hilarious. And then, you know, she's got some where she's rapping and always showing off her books. The books are actually um, economically priced as well. So they're not like, you know, $40, $50 a book. Like you can actually buy and afford these books for your kids, for your grandkids. We actually got two of her books for our goddaughter. So when she gets a little bit older and she can really read, then we'll be giving those books to her. So, you know, shout out to Michelle Person. And in my head, she's like my new best friend. So we have to like go out to lunch or like go hang out or something. Like I want to be friends with her for real. Like let's just go. Let, let's hang. Let's let's be buddies. <laughs> Word up. Word up. And, and, and that was my third uh, from my top three. That was my third person. Definitely. Michelle Parson was really dope. Um, the books are dope. Um, when you talk about why representation matters, that's why I'm an Afrofuturist because I'm a big sci-fi head and um, the reason um, a big thing um, for Afrofuturism is that um, for people who love sci-fi and have loved sci-fi for years, you may notice that there aren't too many black people in the future in, in sci-fi movies. I say that all the time. Like, what do we just... Do we die yeah, in 2082? Um, like, why are we not here? Right. So, I mean, you're seeing more now. There's still only one or two. I mean, we talk about in the 60s with Star Trek, <laughs> there was just one. I mean, they had a right. couple of black people, uh, guys here and there. Um, but still, even today, you see one or two. Um, so I'm an Afrofuturist on the music aspect. I put a lot of sci-fi cartoon type of stuff in my music. Um to let people know that um, it's okay to be a black nerd, you know. I like it. 
a blur. Okay, to love a blur, a blurred indeed. To like sci-fi and like how you said adventure type of stuff and um, Harry Potter and I, I mean I'm not a Harry Potter fan but it's okay for black people to like that type of stuff and Dungeons and Dragons and all that stuff we like all that stuff too and um, we would like to be a part of it and it's okay for us to be a part of it so word up that was that was my third one so what was your third one because you you took you you had my third one already listed as your number two so. Okay, so my my third one, like, and again, these are in no particular order. It's just the way I happen to write them down. But it was Valerie J. Lewis Coleman um, mm. from Pen of the Writer. I I picked her because not only was her um, her knowledge timely, she it was very informative. And if you're not familiar with her, she has her own books that she has written. But she also does writers workshops where she teaches other people how to write books, how to publish a book, how to understand the the language in the contracts, how to make sure that, you know, you're getting good editing and you're getting good prices for the mm -hmm. services. And um, talking to her kind of reminded me of like when Hype Williams was doing belly or when Spike Lee was making Malcolm X and he was talking about, you know, they were giving him inferior film and the lighting wasn't as good. And so it was like they were trying to sabotage the quality of the movie. So what Valerie does when in her workshops, in her one-on-one -on -one, um, consulting, is she teaches you how to get the best for your book how to get the best editor, how to get the best illustrators, if that's what you need, how to get it published without, you know, losing your royalties. So, mm. you know, so for me, that was, you know, really, really important. I know we, we kind of had a whole series where we talked to a bunch of authors and even some of the authors that we talked to were authors who took her workshop. So, right. I, you know, we found that out later and they were like, Oh yeah, you have Valerie on the show. I took her workshop and they helped me with my book. So, you know, having her, you know, exist is incredible. So when I get ready to write my book, she'll be the first one that I'm calling to say, hey, you know, I want to put you on a payroll. You know, I want you to consult. I want you to help. This is my idea. You know, what's the best way to go about it? Because she she kind of helps people avoid the pitfalls that writers fall into. So she has uh, a book that she wrote about her granddaughters so it's a children's book she has two children's books in that series right now she's working on a third then she has her books where she's talking about how to be a writer and what goes into the mechanics of becoming a writer a published author so again her website is pinotherwriter.com she's on facebook and she's on um, other platforms as valerie j lewis coleman so yeah word up We've, we've had a pretty big year. Yeah, we um, have. For those that don't know, we, um, like I said, we hosted uh, two days at the Dayton African American Culture Festival. We hosted at the um, What's Going On Dayton Homeless Picnic and Book Bag Giveaway and uh, bar Community Cookout. Um, and now we're winners of Dayton's Best Local Podcast. We want to thank everybody again who nominated and voted for us. We want to thank all of our guests who helped make our show what it is. Uh, and we got a, we got guests lined up now for the new year for you. So keep flying with us for the people that have been watching and listening. Um, we are on all formats, you know, whether you like Apple, whether you like Spotify, 
whether you like watching it um, versus just listening to it on YouTube and on Facebook. We're also on SoundCloud and Anchor if you just like to listen. We want to thank you, thank you, thank you for all the people that voted for us. Um, and we hope that we can hold the title down for this next year. Um, like I said, we have, we've got, get, we're, got, we're recording a couple of more shows for this year before we take a little break. We got to take a little time off, but the shows won't stop. We will still have shows for you every week. And um, what else? Oh, Lady Bounce is also DJ Lady Bounce, <laughs> who will be starting her residency at the Barrel House, <laughs> our favorite drinking hole, um, starting January 21st. Yes. Um, so be on the lookout for that. Um, it's gonna be dope. It's gonna be uh, it's gonna be dope. It's gonna be dope. I mean, you you filled in for our good friend Cooley, the curator, a couple of months ago for a funk uh, Funk Friday. Yes, and in September. Uh, which, in September mm -hmm. um, your format's gonna be different. You're gonna be doing whatever you want to do now, not just being stuck in funk mm -hmm. genre. Just yeah. playing all all the hits that you find dear to you. I'm, I'm playing sure the bangers. It's gonna be a party. It's gonna it's be a party. party. It's a party. It's Friday party. night, third Friday of every month. Yes. DJ Lady Bounce Phenom Friday. So yes. be on the lookout for that. And like I said, be on the lookout for us. We're gonna. Um, if you needed somebody to host your event, we are available. Continue to fly with us. Um, on like I said, on all formats. Please like, share comment subscribe i know people come up to me and talk about the show or or they'll tell me send me a message yo leave that message right on the page you know like share it on share, share episode on your page don't keep this self-care mental health care to yourself if um like the saying what's the saying be the change you want to see if you're Absolutely. getting that information for us share it so someone else can also get that information so that we can each one teach one to make this a better world that we live in. You right. heard? You now heard. let's get into my favorite part of the show. No, no, I forgot. Self-care assignment. Self-care assignment oh, for yes. this week. We got to do a self-care assignment. Self-care assignment. That's that. what the show is about. Self-care. All right. What's our We're assignment coming, this week? Our assignment for this week is reflect on your year. Mm. Write down the positives. Let's don't talk about the negative. Let's talk about the positive things that you've done or have happened to you this year and then write a list of some things positive that you want to do for the year coming up reflect on the positive plan for the positive that is your self-care assignment for this week now let's get into my favorite part of that show brain science 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 that is so funny every single time. All right. So we're talking about reminiscing and reflecting. So I'm going to talk about how nostalgia can be good for your health and your well-being. So whether you listen to music you used to love, look at old photos, page through yearbooks or watch movies that take you back to happier times, <clears throat> you can evoke nostalgia to benefit your state of mind in a myriad of ways. Strolling down a pleasant memory lane can improve your mood and stimulate inspiration and motivation. Nostalgia can provide you with a window into your authentic self, according to a series of studies published in the 2015 issue of the Journal of Personality and Social Psychology. And it can also give you a greater sense of meaning in your life. So what are some health benefits of nostalgia? One, it boosts your mood. It makes you happier. 
It triggers inspiration and motivation. It provides a glimpse of your authentic self. It can help you with problem solving. It helps you handle tough situations in healthier ways. It can give you a greater sense of meaning in your life. It can improve your relationships. So how do we do this? So because nostalgic recollection, recollections connect your past to your present self, these reminiscences can help you develop, maintain, or restore a sense of personal identity by weaving together the threads of your life story. This may be one reason why uh, people who have Alzheimer's, they say when they're having a moment where they are remembering you know, 1929, and you know it's 2021, let them go with that memory. Let them explore it in all its facets because it does help to boost your brain power. It boosts your mood, which is always important. Everybody wants to always be in a good mood. Nostalgia also builds up your psychological resilience. Compared to an ordinary memory, nostalgia is like putting on an extra layer of clothing before you go out into a winter's night. The coat buffers you against the threat of the cold air. So your memories do the same for your brain. That's important. You can even use the power of nostalgia to benefit your relationships. Remembering the good times in a romantic relationship provides a temporary boost to your satisfaction with the relationship. Nostalgia provides a way to mentally re-experience positive memories throughout a relationship. Positive feelings and fondness often accompany these memories, which can help promote satisfaction with the relationship. That is important. Everybody wants to be happy. We all deserve to be happy. And last but not least, if you are missing people from your past as you are having these nostalgic moments, try to reconnect with them. Social media is, is evil, but it also is very powerful and it can be used in a positive way. When you find that friend that you haven't seen since seventh grade, just to check in with them. Nobody's saying you got to you know, go back to being best, best friends. But just check in on them and say, hey, they might be thinking about you too. So social media has been very powerful in connecting you with, with old friends, of course, making new friends. But in some ways, it has even put families back together and reconnected branches of families that you didn't even know were there. So that's important. So last but not least, you might think of nostalgia as a way to take a brief journey into your mental time machine. By reflecting on the best of your past, you can gather inspiration and insights that can help you retain or create a better future for yourself. Word up. Uh, that made me think about two things. I know um, Shakesha Bell, aka the Pretty Priestess, talked about a technique, a ritual that she does, and traveling mentally back into time yes. to, um, you know, a times that were great for her, and and and, and nostalgia is kind of what you said in the brain science. And also, uh, when Tyrone um, was talking about on his um, vigil when he was talking about our episode last week, he said. Sometimes we have to not focus on the childhood trauma, but focus on the childhood triumphs. Yeah. The things that were good, you know, in your life. Um, mm -hmm. So, yeah. Word up. Reflection. 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 <laughs> and, and just a side note to all of that. 
Nobody has ever had a perfect parent or a perfect childhood. So when Tyrone was talking about, you know, childhood triumph, just keep that in mind. Your mm -hmm. life, even if it was tumultuous and bumpy, it wasn't always bad. There mm -hmm. were some, there had to be some good pieces on there somewhere. I encourage you to go and find those happy moments, those glimpses, even if it, it was very short and it was very faint, go find those moments. And it may even help turn around how you think about the negative aspects that you went through in your childhood. But there's no such thing as a perfect parent. There's no perfect children. There's no perfect childhood. You know, just it is what it is, you know. And at some point, you have to um, stop living with that trauma mindset. <clears throat> and then and decide, am I going to let this define me for the rest of my life or am I going to fix it so I can live the rest of my life? Word up. Word, Word up. up. Well, that's our show for today. I know we ran a little bit over time, but sometimes you get you, you, you get to reflect and then time passes you by. Um we are on all formats. You can find us on all formats, wherever you find your favorite podcast. Please like on the page, facebook.com backslash fly with us. You know, look us up. You can Google us. Fly with us. Fly with us podcast. Google fly with us podcast. Make sure you tell a buddy, bring a pal. <laughs> <laughs> you know, tell somebody about us. Um, share our daily self-care assignment. Make sure you do that. You want to change the world. You want to be a positive spark in the world. Share our daily self-care assignment every day on your page. Do that for us, please. Do it for yourself. Do it for your friends. Do it for your your friends list. Give them something dope. You heard? It's your boy, Pick a Fence. I'm your girl, Lady Bounce. We out of here. Peace. Peace.